0: Part One, Introduction on Spirit, Soul, and Body. Lesson One, Spirit, Soul, and Body. May the God of Peace Himself sanctify you wholly, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians Five, Verse Twenty-Three. The ordinary concept of the constitution of human beings is dualistic, soul and body. According to this concept, soul is the invisible, inner spiritual part, while body is the visible, outer, corporal part. Though there is some truth to this, it is nevertheless inaccurate. Such an opinion comes from fallen man, not from God. Apart from God's revelation, no concept is dependable. That the body is man's outward sheath is undoubtedly correct. But the Bible never confuses spirit and soul as though they are the same. Not only are they different in terms, their very natures differ from each other. The word of God does not divide man into the two parts of soul and body. It treats man rather as tripartite, spirit, soul, and body. First Thessalonians 5 verse 23 reads, May the God of peace himself Sanctify you wholly, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This verse precisely shows that the whole man is divided into three parts. The Apostle Paul refers here to the complete sanctification of believers. Sanctify you wholly. According to the Apostle, how is a person wholly sanctified? By his spirit and soul and body being kept. From this, we can easily understand that the whole person comprises these three parts. This verse also makes a distinction between spirit and soul. Otherwise, Paul would have said simply, your soul. Since God has distinguished the human spirit from the human soul, we conclude that man is composed of not two, but three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Is it a matter of any consequence to divide spirit and soul? It is an issue of supreme importance for it affects tremendously the spiritual life of a believer. How can a believer understand spiritual life if he does not know what is the extent of the realm of the spirit? Without such understanding, how can he grow spiritually? To fail to distinguish between spirit and soul is fatal to spiritual maturity. Christians often account what is solical as spiritual and thus they remain in a soulish state and seek not what is really spiritual. How can we escape loss if we confuse what God has divided? Other portions of scripture make this same differentiation between spirit and soul. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Hebrews 4 verse 12. The writer in this verse divides man's non-corporal elements into two parts soul and spirit the corporal part is mentioned here as including the joints and marrow organs of motion and sensation when the priest uses the sword to cut and completely dissect the sacrifice nothing inside can be hidden even joint and marrow are separated in like manner the lord jesus uses the word of god on his people to separate thoroughly to pierce even to the division of the spiritual, the solical, and the physical. And from this it follows that since soul and spirit can be divided, they must be different in nature. It is thus evident here that man is a composite of three parts. The Creation of Man And Jehovah God formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Genesis 2 verse 7 in the American Standard Version. When God first created man, he formed him of dust from the ground, and then breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. As soon as the breath of life, which became man's spirit, came into contact with man's body, the soul was produced. Hence, the soul is the combination of man's body and spirit. The scriptures, therefore, call man a living soul. The breath of life became man's spirit, that is, the principle of life within him.